Welcome everyone to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm Salindran Buller, your host. And today we are discussing desire. Desire is a mild wanting to an obsessive driven craving for something or someone in your life. It's a must have and it's never being satisfied. So today we're going to have that conversation in relationships, fires of relationships, and Matilda. Hello, everyone. This is your. This is the host of Coffee with Matilda: A Journey to Self. And Salita, today I'm very excited that we're going to talk about desire because desire is, um, I think, a, for me, fascinating uh, part of. Uh, everything. <laughs> I crave food lots of times, specific foods. Um, I love reading um, novels, uh, romance novels, which I think it's the core, uh, core of it is desire. Uh, desire plays a key role in art. Uh, lots of paintings we look at, like when we can, um, when we forget about ourselves, there's a lot of um, desire in that painting. Uh, also, I mean, when you look at marketing and advertisement com- companies, they use um, the psychology of uh, desire. They create desire for people, for consumers to buy that product or those services. So it's kind of an interesting um emotion it can be a very powerful emotion if i think um if it's touched correctly and and again you know uh it's interesting you know matilda because for me a desire means something completely different desire um i feel leaves an individual of no longer being free Um, desire can actually control someone because you're constantly wanting or uh, you're constantly desiring something. And so no matter what it is that you desire or want, there's always something more. So it's like the guy who wanted to become a millionaire. He became a millionaire and now he wants to be, you know, a billionaire. And so the desire keeps one enslaved. It keeps you locked up in the control of, of, of always going ahead and, and uh, coming from a place of hunger, of greed, of hoarding. Uh, it's uh, it's mm-hmm. never enough. It's never satisfying. And so for me, you know, uh, I, I kind of look, look at desire as something that really keeps you keeps you enslaved and keeps you from what you truly want, what you true, truly, truly deserve. Um, you know, and there's an illusion, you know, for our listening audience out there, there's a, a definitely a main illusion that is happening when you are, desi- when you are driven by desire or wanting. The only way that you'll, you know, that you'll ever get what you want is by constantly wanting, constantly desiring something. And if you let go of that desire or want, then you feel like you won't get what you want. And so you're, and, and, and in reality, the opposite is true. The complete opposite is true. 
if you really truly you know feel like you want to create something in your life that you have an intention of going out there and and getting what it is that you feel that you've consciously made a choice of um, well, that's completely different. There's a whole different way of doing that because you've consciously, clearly defined what your intention is, what your decision is, rather than coming from this endless search for wanting and needing and, um, and, it, and it just keeps, whatever it is, is never enough. And so, you know, it's endless. It's endless. Um, so... I don't know. Yes, the marketers out there, the marketing companies, they totally uh, get you hooked into their little yeah. um, advertising and stuff like that. But truly and honestly, I don't think that that is how you achieve anything that you want. And, um, you know, you and I have had many discussions, you know, Matilda, we, we, we have spoken about, you know, um, different um, levels of going ahead and actually coming to a point of being right we've discussed that in many many shows and many many levels and so just to refresh your memory and to refresh the audience's mem mm -hmm. memory you know there's this thing called having doing and being and so having something it gives us uh, self-image I'm worth something in this world because mm -hmm. I have something, okay? And that's a very low-level thing because you're still equating your significance to something that you have rather than what is already who you are, okay? And then the next level is doing. And doing comes from what we do in this world is based on the value of how the world sees us the value of how the world sees us. That's what the doing part of it is. And then of course, the very last thing that we've discussed in detail in fires of relationships is being. Mm -hmm. And being is all about who you already are. Being is, you know, um, you picture what kind of person you wanna be and, and, and you let go of your desires and wants because you already know it's a part of you. And, and, and being who you are, being who you are in a relationship, right? Or being who you are as a person. If you go ahead and you envision and you fall in love with that, which is actually what is happening on the inside of you. So focusing on being rather than having and doing, because if you focus in on being, the having and doing will just show up. You'll be led to that. You'll be led to that. Um, that's very interesting, but I'm a little bit concerned about the relationship part of the desire. I'm honest. I would always want, I mean, maybe I don't want to desire anyone, but no, that's yeah. beauty. There's a beauty there as well. Uh, but for sure, I want to be desired. <laughs> and... Uh, why not? <laughs> I want to be desired by men. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, you know, we're not here, uh, you know, definitely uh, there are many, many people out there um, 
it, it starts off at that level of, of wanting, but they learn very, very quickly that desire or wanting is the equivalent of it isn't mine and I do not have that. The minute that you desire or want something, you have to come into realization that you don't have it and it isn't mine. Okay? And what blocks you receiving whatever it is, is that very same thing, that desire or the wanting of whatever that is. So, so it's kind of reverse when you're trying to create the most perfect relationship, right? And we've spoken about relationships many, many, many times because the show is called Fires of Relationships. <laughs> yeah. And that is that we want, you know, we picture this picture perfect relationship, you know, and that perfect relationship has to be full of love, has to be full of respect, has to be full of, of, of understanding, compassion, joy, joy um, and excitement and travel and money isn't an obstacle. And, you know, it's, you know, that is the relationship the way that you see it, full stop. And guess what? You will make decisions based on that picture-perfect relationship. As long as, as long as you consciously and clearly define, and I would suggest take one step further by writing it down, what is your clear choice and clear, clear decision for what your ideal relationship is? Hmm. because it's in the decisions you make it's in the choices that you make it's in the intentions that you set that all of a sudden life delivers to you exactly what you want and if you constantly are searching and desiring and wanting well guess what life gives you more wanting, more desiring, <laughs> more searching. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually true. When I'm looking at it in a way, in a relationship, the desiring relationship, romantic relationship, it's more of lust, which I like kind of the idea of lust. There's a drama there. There's a mystery there. Uh, there's excitement there. And I feel like it's, nice to have lust in a relationship sometimes it's important i mean when you have lovers it's kind of exciting because it's lust more than love <laughs> so um i don't know i think um i feel desire is an important emotion because it gives you an, an indication that who you are at that particular period of your life um and why not to have some lust in life with a lover or with a dream? Uh, sometimes you're lost. You have this desire for, I don't know, achieving success or writing a novel or writing a great business plan, for example. There's this something inside you, that desire that you want to do great things. So I, I look at it as a 
positive. I look at it as a positive emotion. Yeah. And and you know, for me, uh, I, I I don't call it completely a negative emotion. I believe that from desire and from wanting, you may get some ideas yeah. in order to go forward. But I certainly don't think that desire or wanting will allow you to receive. Exactly. No, I understand that. Desire and wanting will never allow for you to actually bring into your life, to be a part of your life, that. And getting back to, you know, I, you know, when you, you, you made, you made the, you know, comment that, you know, why not? I, I like to be wanted. I like to be, you know, desired, but, you know, uh, you know, and I look at that and I say to myself, hmm, that's interesting that, yes, for a very short moment, it flatters you. It compliments you that there is somebody who desires or wants you. However, once you go... Mm. We lost you. Uh, let's see, how's the connection here? Each other again. So, Salindra, you were frozen. Okay, so sorry. I know we've had poor connection this show. So we're trying to get through this show another 15 minutes. Um, and uh, hopefully our internet connection won't be dropping. But, you know, it's, it's a beautiful place momentarily to be wanted and to be desired. But in reality, you know, once you, you've accepted that and the flattery part of it is over, in actual fact, that isn't what really truly brings happiness to you. Happiness oh, yeah, is where no, oh, I understand you. that. Uh, desire doesn't yeah. bring happiness, but it brings excitement and it brings um you know some mystery there and i think and you know i think desire needs space uh needs otherness uh like a bridge to cross so there's a there's a beauty there there's a dance there in desire which can be very interesting but i believe um what desire can help you is to understand what you really like in life so by maybe paying attention to your desires, you can, uh, it, it opens up the path where you have to work and what kind of goals you need to achieve. And then obviously, as you said, you need to be that, then want that and to have, wanted to have that. You need to leave that. And um, it's interesting part you mentioned because I've studied a little bit of law of attraction, obviously not uh, the secret. And in law of attraction was saying, whatever you desire, you're not going to get it. You have to feel like you already have it or you already are that human that you desire to be. And then you will receive it. So um, I understand that that desire feeling will block you from uh, receiving it. Uh, they say, oh, if you want to, you're desiring to be successful, I don't know, businesswoman in my scenario, you need to act like you already are. And then you will receive it. That negative, so desire feeling 
can be negative in those areas in that sense in the in that sense yeah in that sense definitely if you're trying to achieve something if you're trying to um you know uh manifest something or or money you're money. consciously clearly <laughs> if you're con consciously clearly making a choice that this is something that you have to have well by constantly reminding yourself of what you do want by constantly reminding yourself of what you desire is the wrong way to go about it you will never never ever achieve it and the reason you won't achieve it is because the universe all it hears is oh you want something oh you want something oh you want something okay well we'll just keep wanting something because it'll never come to you yeah. and uh so so it's very very important uh that individuals that are our listeners today that uh you know um, make sure that you let go of your wanting let go of your desiring and instead make a conscious choice make it a goal picture it allow it make a decision and then come from a place of intention okay um do not come from a place of i want I desire because if you want, if you come from that place, you'll constantly exactly. just be going in a loop. It's called going in a loop, loopy, loopy, loop. Because the universe will just say, "Okay, that's what she wants more of is more wanting, more desiring." And yet, when it comes to be wanted and to be desired in a relationship, it's flattering. But again, it's only very momentarily, because when you look at it in a in a deeper context. Um, it's it's difficult too because once yeah. compassion kicks in then you understand you know someone might want you but you might not want them no it's kind true. of like people people who grow in their relationships why is it that so many people later in life just uh, uh, you know go their separate ways the reason they go their separate ways is one individual has grown because they've worked on themselves they've spent time with themselves they've discovered who they are and all of a sudden in that discovery of who they are and they see the other individual who's completely still who they were all of a sudden things change things change. exactly that's why i'm a little bit surprised when there are gazillion books, and I've read some of them too. <laughs> there are gazillion books. Oh, if you do this, the man will like you better, or are you going to create some mystery? La la la. And then, okay, it's interesting to do that. It's like a cover. I think desire is like a show. You you create a cover, but if you really want to have a lasting relationship, you get married, and then years pass by. You cannot be that. You cannot perform constantly and be that cover. And what at that moment is when you realize he or she did a wrong decision by marrying you because that's not what they want, really. Uh, who you really are, it's not their cup of tea. Um, so yeah, it's really important for marriage <laughs> or for a lasting relationship with whoever that you want, with your even children, with your, um, with your business partner, with your um i don't know parents even if you're constantly creating that desire motion um 
then it's not going to work out. That's why some of the um, uh, like people want to be friends with I don't know some actress or some singers. They have they create this this desire to be desired, and then once they get to know the person really, that emotion is not there because it was a facade. To be honest, I'm uh, reading uh, Josephine, uh, the wife of uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. And it's been a very, I've never, I knew about Napoleon, but never in details. So I'm learning my French history now. <laughs> so it's a fascinating book because it talks about her desires in life, her desires, her ambition, and how she controlled Napoleon. She was the only human who controlled Napoleon. Napoleon was a very successful one, you know, he, he, was, he was the most um, powerful man in Europe at one point, but Josephine, the wife, was controlling him. So it's interesting that some tricks, <laughs> if you learn, you can create that illusion, but A, do you wanna, I mean, do you wanna constantly uh, be an actress or an actor? or you really want to live your true self and then desire is not going to work for you. At one point you're going to get tired. Because, and, and, and let's face it, at some point, no matter who you are, the true colors of who you are do come to surface. Yes. It's, sometimes it takes longer, but who you mm -hmm. are, who you are enters a room before you enter the room. True. Who you are will always come out. You can hide it. You can cover it, make up it. <laughs> That's, right. That's why it's so beautiful. You know, they say that, you know, if you can see a woman in the morning, then you mm -hmm. know what, who you're going to have in your life for the rest of your life, right? Because mm -hmm. in the morning, you've got, you are you. This is it. This is as good as it gets, right? <laughs> and, and you know what? And there is absolutely nothing wrong. You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong to be who you are and be the best version of who you are. Because in being the best version of who you are, you will go ahead and you will create individuals and people that will come. They will be attracted to you naturally, not artificially. Exactly. And it will be something that you'll be comfortable with because this is who you are for the rest of your life. You've always been this. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I have to, I have to go put on, you know, whatever <laughs> it is, maybe, maybe a wig or maybe, I, I, I don't even know what people do because I've always just been me. I don't know how to be anything but me. And yet, yes, I do know that, that marketing companies out there uh, they play on our emotions in order to yeah. sell product and services. And, and the key in learning how to navigate the, the times that we're going through right now, you know, uh, I know that Matilda and I, we're having a very special, a special show next week. And it's, uh, it's our relationship, our relationship with what is happening in the world mm -hmm. right now today 
because it is history in the making. I don't know where these listeners are that are sitting out there, but I can guarantee you that, that if you look at your relationship with what is happening in the world today and how it's affecting you, your livelihood, your, your mental, your emotional, your psychological, your financial world is being rocked. And at the end of it, as long as you lived a very, very authentic and true life of who you are, that is the only thing that you'll ever, ever have to fall back on. I don't know what's happening out there. And so for, for our listeners out there, we really want you to tune in next week because we have a very special episode. And that episode is all about our relationship with what is happening in the world today and how we're going to move and navigate in this world. And the only way to move and navigate will be to uh, live your truth. And uh, so this was a great episode that we covered today about desires and wanting and how we have to look past what we want and look past what we desire and really, really stand firm in who we are. And that is to be who we are. Because then in that way, we're kind of, we are, not kind of, we are honoring ourselves. And if we we don't honor ourselves, what else we're doing in this life? What else? Our mission is to honor ourselves honor ourselves and love ourselves so other people can love ourselves too <laughs> otherwise right. they're gonna honor or they're gonna love the fake of us fake version of us so <laughs> that's, right. that's right and we're gonna totally discuss in our next episode um i will give a brief update of what's happening in the western uh, western worlds here uh canada and the states and uh, matilda will do the same for what's happening in europe and then jointly we'll we'll be able to share with you how we're going to navigate the uncertain times of today and so our fires of relationships and with what is going on in the world so on that note yeah uh, i'm Salindran buller your your host of uplifting humans where we honor inspire and and meeting you next week Yes, yes, Matilda. <laughs> and I'm Matilda, the host of Coffee with Matilda, A Journey to Self. And I'm excited to see you guys next week. Have a good one. Ciao, ciao. Thanks, everyone.